Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Since February of 1988, when I first heard Dimitri's message, I have been trying to tell America with every way I possibly can that this is going to happen. Let me repeat it, and then we're going to talk about Mexico today. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries you couldn't remember will attack and defeat America in one day. In one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many other nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they make a peace treaty. I believe that's where they form world government. Then all of the nations under the leadership of the Russians goes down to attack Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Messiah returns on the clouds and defeats the armies at the earth, and that is Armageddon. So how close are we to this? Let me remind you, and I've got some shocking, shocking information for you today and tomorrow and probably all of the broadcasts the rest of this week and probably the week after that. Shocking, shocking information. I just got some new information. I don't, shocking. That's all I've got to say. I'm afraid America's time is about to run out. September 10th, 2008. It's called Mexico Hurricane Floods U.S. with Refugees. Now, listen carefully. This one, in my opinion, is in the process of being fulfilled. The dream started off with major traffic problems. Now, you have to understand, this comes from my wife, Prophet Leslie, and as her husband, the 5,000 prophecies she's given, I do not know of one she has missed. She's a real prophet, a prophet you can count on. The dream started off with major traffic problems. People were leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. Let me read that again. People were leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. Now let's pause. As you know, about a week ago, it started off with first a 1,000 people left Guatemala, and then they went up through El Salvador, and then they turned and they went through Guatemala, and Mexico, reportedly, tried to stop them at their border, but they broke down the gates, and right now some people are saying 7,000, some people are saying 10,000. One report is even saying 14,000 people are now walking up through Mexico, refusing to be stopped, and they say they're heading to America. Now, hang on. There's a lot to talk about in today's program. So let me read that last part again. Do you think that this, if you were to see this in a dream, do you think that this could be describing the 7,000 or 10,000 people in this, whatever it is, in this caravan, leaving Mexico, heading up to America? Do you think it could be describing this? People were leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. People were even driving on the wrong side of the road heading north into America. On the news footage I saw just last night, they had people, there was two-lane road with grass on either side, and they were taking up the grass, one lane, and about half of the other lane. If you were a car and you wanted to drive around them, you'd have to put two tires on the grass to get around them. Does that sound like that's being fulfilled to you? 
People were leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. People were even driving on the wrong side of the road heading north into America. They were using both north and southbound lanes to flee. Some were racing around two-lane twisting roads in both lanes. Horns were honking. People were frantic. Chaos was everywhere. Now, I think the first part of that has been fulfilled. The second part is yet to be fulfilled, but it's walking in that direction. Hang on, there's more. I was in a room high above looking down. I saw a dark-skinned man with an accent making sexual advances toward a woman. Now, as you can imagine, with some seven or 10,000 people walking for now, they're saying it may take them as much as four months to actually reach Tijuana, if that is their objective. You can imagine that there's some bad people in the group. Trump says there's bad people in it, and those bad people are going to start doing some bad things. Hang on, there's more. This was total chaos. People were breaking into hotels, going through windows and stealing. They were stealing money and personal items from hotel guests. So what do you think? You think over the next four months, before those 7, 10, 12, 14,000 people get up to Tijuana, you think that might be happening? Uh, yeah, that's an easy assumption. Let's go on. The second part of the prophecy. Oh, listen to this. I saw several hurricanes hitting northern Mexico and southern Texas. Let me read that again. I saw several hurricanes hitting northern Mexico and southern Texas, one right after the other, like frisbees thrown one after another. From the air, they looked like giant gray circular stepping stones thrown one after another against the shores of Mexico and slightly hitting extreme south Texas, but mainly hitting Mexico. I saw thousands of people leaving Mexico in cars, school buses, pouring into the United States. There were so many pushing their way into the United States. Now listen to these next six words here. The authorities could not stop them. I'll say it again. The authorities could not stop them. What are we seeing right now? Would you agree we are seeing people leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship? Would you agree that when they busted down the gates and the fences coming up from Guatemala through Mexico, through the gates at Mexico, that fulfills three of the four parts of the prophecy so far. The authorities could not stop them. Let's go on. People were leaving the devastation in Mexico and forcing their way into America by the thousands. Now, there's about four parts to this prophecy. One, people are leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. Two, that there's total chaos. That's not happened yet. Three, several hurricanes hit back to back to back to back. Four, the authorities couldn't stop them. Three of the four have been fulfilled. What? What are you talking about? Well, Mazatlan, Mexico. Hurricane Willa roared into a cluster of Mexican islands holding a prison colony and is now hitting Tuesday afternoon with collision with a stretch of the country's Pacific coast. Winds are at 125 miles an hour and high waves threatening high-rise resorts, surfing beaches, and fishing villages. Now, you think that's important? There's more. Jeremiah 51 verse 14. Now, both me 
Eddie Chumney, Michael Boldea, and Dimitri Dudeman all agree that Jeremiah 50 and 51, both chapters, of course, Revelation 18 and Isaiah 13 and 21 and 47, to be exact, we agree that those particular chapters are speaking about America. And let me qualify that. The last few, uh, that's my own thing. But what, what Eddie Chumney and I agreed on is that Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50 and 51, and also Michael Boldea and also uh, Dimitri Dudman agree. Those chapters are talking about America. Now, here's what it says. The Lord of hosts hath sworn by himself. Now, think about that. This is God swearing by himself. If you want to know for absolutely positively certain something's going to happen, the Bible does not have too many times, I need to do a research on that, how many times the Bible says that the Lord of hosts swears by himself. Not many. Okay, that means that I'll guarantee, 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 guarantee you this one is coming to pass. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee, meaning America, with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. Meaning, I'm going to cause men by the millions, like caterpillars, going in like an infestation of caterpillars, I'm going to cause men to come into your borders, America, and ruin and to spoil your nation. Let's go on. Trump says this caravan is, quote, an assault on America. Now, could it be that a person means well but actually does the wrong thing? See, one of the things I've noticed when someone is under God's judgment, God puts in their heart, well, like Revelation says, for God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. So that's the way it works. God puts in their heart to do what he wants them to do. And that means that it seems right, but it's actually leading to destruction. The Bible says there, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. Could it be that a person thinks they're doing right when they make a decision, but it leads them headlong into destruction? Could it be that though I think Donald Trump is the best president America has ever had, I make that open, I don't hold back a bit, I think he's great. But also, could it be that he is being set up by the living God to take America down? Now, I haven't talked through Revelation 18 on the radio in a long time. You know why I don't? Because... Look, I don't mean to hurt. I don't mean to criticize you. And I'm now I'm talking to the people that listen on a regular basis because you won't hear. I know you won't hear. Reason I know you won't hear is because I've tried this before. I start teaching Bible prophecy and all of our listeners disappear. They don't want to hear Bible prophecy. They don't want to hear what America is, is what God says he's going to do to America. They don't want to hear that. Now, you can tell me about the 55,000 Roundup. You can tell me about news, but don't tell me about Bible prophecy. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, for you to understand what's coming, you've got to understand Bible prophecy. So here, hopefully, in the next few weeks, I will teach through Revelation 18. Okay, I've been around this whole world of Bible prophecy for a long time. I mean, 40-some-odd years, teaching it 30 years, doing a radio and TV daily radio and TV program on it for 25 years, not all the time TV, but all the time radio. 
And when I started memorizing Revelation, and this is not going to sound very good, okay, but I have a problem with arrogance, and it and it's actually because I failed the fourth grade, okay? I, I failed, and I said to myself, I'm never going to fail at anything again. Well, what came on me was an arrogance, and I started looking at my strengths and comparing my strengths to someone else's weaknesses to lift me up, okay? Just be honest about it. That's what it really is and was, and hopefully I'm past that. But when I started memorizing Revelation, I really didn't think I was going to learn anything. I mean, again, I've been around a long time. I know those words. I know those scriptures. I hadn't memorized it yet, but I didn't think I was going to learn anything. Well, boy, was I shocked. What happened was, I'm going to say I didn't learn anything or much new from memorizing Revelation, but I learned things because I memorized Revelation. In the process, God showed me 30 specific revelations and two visions. I haven't talked about them on the radio yet because when the book comes out, then we'll talk about them. But in that process, process of memorizing Revelation, something came on me. A new spirit came on me. I mean, even the people that are around me see it. And I changed in a lot of ways. One of the ways as I changed is I can, at least with the book of Revelation, I see past the ink on the paper. I understand much deeper now what it's really saying, where it's really going. And again, soon I will teach on that, but not yet. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm seeing deeper things here, what's really going on. I'm saying I think that the fall of America may be much, may be, here I said may be, much closer than we think. Last night, Joseph de Geneva was asked about national emergency, and he said, now this is a guy that used to be an attorney general, so he knows. He says there has to be a national emergency declared in order for the president to use U.S. troops. Now, as you know, I've been talking about these 57,000 sealed indictments. We thought that the national emergency that was going to be a test October 3rd might say national emergency, but then the whole care, uh, the, the whole Kavanaugh thing got in the way. And since he wasn't confirmed, I think they said, no, no, go ahead and do a test. We're not ready yet. But so a national emergency has to be used to declare the troops. So will this national emergency be used to stop the caravan, because that's exactly what Trump is saying. He says, I am willing to send the U.S. military down to stop this caravan from coming into America. Now, there's a couple of problems with that. So what happens if he declares a national emergency to deal with the caravan, and at the same time he also rounds up 57,000 sealed indictments on 57,000, many of them very, very beloved people. The fall of America will start, there's three points to this prophecy. Start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. I believe that that started when Donald Trump was elected. Looking back, I believe it started with his election. Started by the communists. I believe that's ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, New York Times, and others that are basic communist nation or communist communists that want to see our nation destroyed. Now, 
It's not that they want to see communism come in, and it's not that they want to see uh, the Democrats win. It's because, and they might not even know why they're doing it, but I believe God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will until the words of God are fulfilled, meaning he, they're doing this probably unknowingly to fulfill God's will to bring America down. Now, there's another problem, and that is the U.N., and it is reported that George Soros have teamed up, and they are the ones that are stirring up the problems for America. Now, <laughs> uh, last night, Maria Bartiromo interviewed Maria Schlapp, and she said, our immigration laws, listen to this carefully, specifically exempt Central American nations and their refugees from coming into America. That means there's 7,000 people, if they say they're from Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, now Mexico's not part of it, but if they say they're from one of those three nations, there's no stopping them. They can walk right into America, no questions asked. That is written into our laws. So we kind of have the immovable object meeting the unstoppable force because Trump says, I'm going to send the military. I'm going to see they don't get in. But our laws say they have to get in. Well, what does Bible prophecy say? Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. So let's look at the situation. We have seven to 10,000 people saying that they're heading here to America. And they're going to get in and they're not going to be stopped. Then we discover that our law says if they're from Central America, they can't be stopped. Trump says, I'll declare a national emergency and I'll send U.S. troops and I will stop them. Let me read his tweet, 10, 22 of 18. Sadly, this is from Donald Trump. It looks like Mexico's police and military are unable to stop the caravan heading to the southern border of the United States. Criminals and unknown Middle Easterners are mixed in. I have alerted Border Patrol, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, and military, that this is a national emergency must change laws. Notice he said national emergency. If you haven't seen that video I put out, it's about an hour long. You go to YouTube and you click on our channel and you go to the videos and it says something like, will judgment start October 3rd along with sevenfold miracles? Well, I still think that, they, oh, 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 this DeGeneva says that Trump has to declare a national emergency in order to, US to use the U.S. troops. So could it be that the caravan gives him an additional reason to declare a national emergency? And while he's in the process of stopping the caravan, he says, okay, boys, we got another job, too. Let's go ahead and round up these 57,000 sealed indictments. And all of a sudden, the third part of the prophecy is fulfilled. The fall of America will start with, one, an internal revolution, two, started by the communists, three, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Trump is not above the law.org says that they have 400,000 people ready to protest in 900 American cities if Rod Rosenstein is fired. That's if Rod Rosenstein is fired. So what do you think 
if Rod Rosenstein is arrested along with some 57,000 other people all rounded up and no, they're not put into your normal criminal courts. They're put into military tribunals. What do you think is going to happen? Answer, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Now, I've got some more information <laughs> that just came to me this morning, and I, 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 I can't, I can't release it yet. I may, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, but it is, you know, I'll say this. I'm getting closer. Let me quote for, I want you to quote me accurately. Please do not say Stan Johnson of the Prophecy Club said that America is going to fall in 2020 or that I said it's going to fall in 2021. I am not ready to make that statement. And frankly, in my heart, my heart of hearts, I cannot say that I totally think that's going to happen at that time. For one, I don't want to be Jonized because just Jonah's right. I mean, God is very long-suffering, and he might not take America down, and there could be something that could delay it. However, I'm getting more and more convinced that we are getting close to that. Now, let me give you the other information. I talked about this briefly yesterday. On April 15th, 2002, my wife Leslie Johnson was given a dream. Now, it has seven points to it. I'm going to summarize them quickly. Arafat will go into the hospital and die there. Two years later, it was fulfilled. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Oil would be discovered in Israel. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. Then, January 22 of 06, in the night, I heard the audible voice of God speak the words, Israel refuses help to America, meaning she heard that part, words, in her ear. Then she heard the rest of these words in her heart. Still hearing words, it's just how you hear it. Then she heard, Israel refuses help to America, uh, help, Israel refuses help to America, then, now listen to this part, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We're going to come back and talk about that. Catastrophe hits America, one of America's greatest times of need. Israel has attacked America, sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice, quoting Dimitri, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, when she had that is significant. And I'm going to tell you something now that I haven't told anybody on the air yet. She had that January 22. And when she told me that, the part where it says Omer ushers in Palestinian state, see, she didn't see the words written. She just heard Omer ushers in Palestinian state. But the day before, I had heard that Ehud Omer had been appointed the temporary prime minister of Israel. So what hit my heart is that the Omer ushers in Palestinian state, is Ehud Omer. Now, you spell his name O-L-M-E-R-T. Let me spell it again, O-L-M-E-R-T. However, I was in Israel. I heard people pronouncing his name, and in Israel, you pronounce his name Omer, just like O-M-E-R. Yes, we're familiar with the counting of the Omer. However, the interesting part is, just yesterday, there was an article that came out Headline, Netanyahu's time is over. Former Israeli Prime Minister Omer calls for revival of his 2008 peace plan. It says it will take mere months, listen to that, 
it will take mere months to strike a deal with the Palestinians if Israel returns to its 2008 two-state solution. And the only ones opposing the plan are Benjamin Netanyahu and his circle. Former Prime Minister Ehud Omer said, There is no question in my mind that Netanyahu's time is over. He's gone. And then he wants to introduce a settlement similar to the one the government laid out 10 years ago. Back in 2006, Omer offered nearly a complete withdrawal of the Israeli forces from the West Bank and the Arab-populated East Jerusalem. Now, in short, basically what he's saying is, give the Palestinians a state. Well, of course, that fulfills the prophecy that I've been telling you folks since January 22 of 06 when it arrives, that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Now, let's put all this in perspective. Let's back up. Let's look at this thing because we see a lot of things all of a sudden happening real fast. We see a hurricane hitting Mexico. We see people leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. And this is happening in latter 2018, which is only a couple of years away from 2020. 2020 happens to be 400 years from the Mayflower Compact and 40 years from when God spoke judgment starting on America. 40 is a number of judgment. 400 is another cycle of judgment. Joe DeGeneva says there has to be a national emergency declared in order for Trump to use U.S. troops. And the caravan, he says, is an attack on America and that he is willing to send U.S. troops. All of this is happening at the same time. In other words, he's also saying he's going to stop the funding going to Central America, meaning he's about to make Central America mad at us. Again, could it be that a good man with good intentions is actually fulfilling the, the word of the Lord, the will of the Lord to bring America down? The problem is the U.N. and George Soros are actually stirring up the problems. That's just in the natural. But understand, brothers and sisters, it's probably the hand of the Lord. All of this time, Q, well, he's been silent. He's been silent since October 9th. Now, does that mean that the decision has already been made? We're just waiting for a few things to happen? In my opinion, yes, that's exactly what it's saying. So could it be that America's Days are numbered. Could it be that we do fall in 2020, 2021? I'll say this. If Omer comes into power in Israel, that's a very big step in that direction. At that point, I'm going to have to say very likely. I'm going to right now on a scale of one to five, I'm putting myself at three. I'm saying when I reach five, then I will say, yes, I believe America is going to fall in 2020 or 2021. Right now, I'm at a three. Please do not say I'm saying America is going to fall in 2020 or 2021. However, at what time Omer gets elected, then I'm going to raise my eyebrows. At what time Omer says and the newspaper headline comes out, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, I will move from a three to a five, and I will say America is done. Stick a fork in her. It's over. Soon the Russians will attack. That's what I've been saying for years, guys. This is nothing new. I've been saying America going to fall for 30 years ever since I heard it from Dimitri Dudeman. 30 years, 30 years. Here we are, and now we can barely even pay our bills. 
this is the time that I need my brothers and sisters that believe in me, that believe in this message to help me. Yes, you can spread it, but you can spread it the best by helping me spread it because I'm the guy that met Dimitri. If they're going to believe anybody, they're going to be, believe me. I'm the guy that God has told to tell this message. I haven't got Look, even Eddie Chumney comes here. He said, Stan, I think, I'm going to tell you something. He says, Stan, I think that God sent Dimitri Dudeman to America to meet you. I said, what? He said, I think he sent Dimitri Dudeman to America to meet you. He said, so that you could continue to spread his message. Still to this day, primarily, you are the guy out there that has continued to carry his message more than any other. So, brothers and sisters, I need your help. I need your prayers, yes. But if you can help us financially, help us. We need to get this message out. We need to be on more radio and TV stations. We need it. It takes money. It takes money. There, I said it. It takes money. If God has blessed you and you can help, please help us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.